0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Get now live on blogtalkradio.com, and we are the middle men. This is the middle men talk show, and I'm out. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's going on? It's Kevin. What's going on? Hey, man. I had an exciting week last week. Of course, you know. But let me let everybody else out there know. Would you mind if I do that? Do you man, mind? do what you gotta do. I do, that. do. Do what you gotta do. I want us to give a shout out to my guys, the nukes. Of K A Side my New pot. So the day we die. We celebrated our one hundred year anniversary celebration all last week, man. It was a blast. I mean, I met guys from all 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 across the world, man, that was you know, members of this greatest the greatest fraternity in America, in the world in general. I got a chance to actually go to the campus of where we were founded up at Indiana University in, in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, I was able to see our first fraternity house, which was amazing, man. It was like, I mean, it's it just like seeing, I mean, like seeing Africa, man, you know, just seeing something that you thought you would never be able to see, man. And like, you know, just just being there where, you know, 10 men, 10, 10 young men, Founded a fraternity that has still been alive for a hundred years, and seeing where they lived, that seeing where they they fellowship, they rejoiced and you know, formed this brotherhood together. Man, it was just it was just amazing, man. It was it was just all overwhelming, man. I mean, it was man, the greatest hey, time yeah. of my life, man. I'm happy for you, man. Life, you know, you got the chance man. to see with your bros. Where your brothers yeah. come from, you understand your legacy, all that good stuff right there, man. That's great, man. Shout out oh, to yeah. all your friends. Oh yeah. Shout Most out all to them, man. Friends out there, man. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, man. How
2: was the city, man?
1: Man, the city was uh ending up it was I mean, it's a nice city, man. You know, it's well, you know, where we were, we were pretty much over there by uh, you know, the stadium and the uh, convention center. But the city is it's, it's very nice man, very beautiful. They got some nice statues. I mean it's very beautiful over there. Um I mean and and they're still working on the city to improve it because you know they they are um uh like the Super Bowl is gonna be played there next year. So they're making some you know, some revisions and uh improving the city, you know, to where all the you know the fans and all the uh visitors will be actually staying at. Improve it and make it more of a a walking type area, just to put mm-hmm. more sidewalks there and and all of that. And um, I mean, like the nightlife. Oh my man, I don't know. I don't know what's best, the nightlife out in that out in the, uh, Atlanta or the nightlife out in Indianapolis. I mean, it was like a whole block full of clubs. Like the whole block was just sectioned off, nothing but like different clubs go in and be amongst different types of you know what I'm saying, depending on what you want to do that night. Mm-hmm. You know, they also have different types of uh, dress codes, of course, you know, depending on what type of club you want to go to that night. But well, pretty much everybody was outside because there was just so many people there just having fun and rejoicing, man. It was it was crazy. I mean, even kids was out there. I'm talking about, like, kids that 9, 10, 11 years old were just out walking the streets, too. You know, I was like,
0: uh-uh. no.
1: so, you y'all need y'all need to be in the bed. But... <laughs> Better other than that, man. To... <laughs> oh man, wild and crazy, man. But other than that, man, I had a good time. Man, a great time. Um, I actually got to see nephew Tommy. I didn't get a chance to meet him, but I actually saw him. Um, Everybody, get, with him. I, I didn't get a. Ch- well, he he did it. He did it. But you know, some of his guys was there. You know, saying so that was all around and stuff like that. But um, I didn't get to uh, see Cedric Entertainer because um, he actually, I think he spoke. Uh, Wednesday or early Thursday, something like that. But I did get a chance to see Cedric the Entertainer. Um, but I also got to see Spinderella. Uh, she DJed at our uh, picnic that we had on Friday. and She did a marvelous job. I actually got a chance to get up close to her, but I wasn't able to get a chance to talk to her because everybody was on her, you know. But you um,
2: look good at that age. Huh? Man, whew,
1: Spinderella, Spinderella. But um, also Thelma from Good Times was there. Thelma still looked good. Still got the shape. Still got the shape. So if, if, if y'all listeners out there that don't know who Thelma from Good Time is, man, just Google Thelma from Good Times and you will see her. But she still was looking good, man. I mean, man, it was crazy. Um, but there was a lot, a lot of people out there, man. I met a lot of guys, a lot of, you know, guys, all types of nationalities That that is a part of a uh, this great fraternity You know what I'm saying We had You know Caucasian Indian Um Japanese Chinese Mexican I mean hey, We got name... talk off the air About that right there Because you, know yeah. uh. <laughs> <Here we laughs> you know What I'm gonna say Ah Here we go
2: Here we go
1: Yeah Here we go Yeah it's going down right. it's Going down I see Jen, finally walked up In the building what, What's going
3: on girl? Oh I'm running A little late I'm sorry mm.
1: Yeah It ain't the first time Jen. I'm gonna
3: put I you know. on last man. Today. all good things come to those who wait. I'm not that like like uh uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: You and your your, your your uh your 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 uh uh partner in crime. and he gonna just pop in when he wants to today. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, I'm not that bad. At least I'm not that bad. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: man, I, I'm glad
1: you enjoyed yourself up there. At least you ain't get locked up. We ain't got no money. That is shot. true, man. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I am excited about that. Yeah, look around and be like, dang, what happened to him? He got locked up. Nah, no. Nah. Ain't cunning. Nah. Yeah. But, hey, man, we had a great show last week. You missed us on this past Thursday, man, with uh, Nick Eaton, man. Speaking of the devil, oh, he ain't... Gonna, I don't know when he's going to get in But he may not be even be here tonight But look With Nick Eaton we did the BET Follow up, the recap uh, And also he kind of Talked about black men In the music industry How they fearful of the black man In the music industry And I, I kind of understood where he was coming from I uh, We appreciate all the callers that called in And listening to uh, the past Previous show Thank you very much
2: thank you very much
1: and we hope to hear you guys again this weekend alright it was a great show man He kind of went in on a couple of folks about the BET Awards man and uh I do agree with them if Kevin Hart wasn't there uh this show wouldn't have been hitting on nothing hmm that's that's how he felt about
2: <laughs> it okay okay uh,
1: yeah yeah I, I, I can, find what I, I can uh, yeah I can agree with that I'm not even finna you know, think into that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, he, he, Nick was going in. Now you know how he do. Right, right. He's very analytical. <laughs> very and on analytical. some other news, man, I think we're gonna have to go get somebody and, and get a BB gun and shoot shoot old Boehner in the ass. John Boehner, that old Republican man. I'm tired of that dude, man. Yeah, like he punkin' Barack, man. I'm tired of that dude.
3: <laughs> man. Have you
1: seen his it It's well? like I'm almost you? all gray now. I just yeah, I just dealing just with them folks. Dealing with them people. Yeah. Dealing with them people. The big the biggest thing is he ain't got nobody got his back. Nancy, what her name is? Nancy uh right. She sucks. Man, all of them suck, man. I'm gonna tell y'all something. This something that me and a part of mine was talking about yesterday. They gonna hold all these jobs back until he get out of office. I guarantee it. If he win this yep. next election, we are gonna go four more years of bull with no jobs. I'm telling y'all, mark my word. You to it here first.
3: And it's spiteful blues. and it's just it's yeah. sad and and it's just a, a constant reminder that you know prejudice and and people of of hate are are still well and alive and a, a lot of them are, are powerful people in this country and it's. It's just really sad. I don't know if y'all um one thing in the news that just shot me was um uh what's the what's the Kaylee? The whole uh, thing in Florida, yeah. the mom, top and, mom. And, yeah, that yeah, was disgusting.
0: Yeah.
3: She yeah. better
1: not go back to Orlando. She might not want to go anywhere in the south. She, she may not want to be places in America right now. That's really yeah. hard.
3: she needs to go somewhere like far off that doesn't like watch T V. Like, where the hell Nebraska is he? or something. Africa? <laughs> but, like some <laughs> little small town in Nebraska, you know, like Yeah, hey people, That's it. where she used
1: to go. It probably was in every newspaper in America that she got off. I guarantee it. It was the top story. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Matter of oh, yeah. fact. Somebody brought out a good point. When Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife, that was a top story. Then right. Beaner, or Boehner, what what his name? The Beaner? Beaner Wiener? The Wiener dude? Wiener, Wiener, Wiener. Yeah, Wiener. Yeah. He was the next top story. And all of a sudden, when this story broke, he heard nothing else about Schwarzenegger or Weiner. Think about that.
3: Well, Schwarzenegger's wife, I did hear something about it. She filed for divorce. So she's getting ready to mm-hmm. go on in. Just going to let him
1: go, man. Yeah. yeah she's gonna let, let well, him go. $400 million, uh, that ain't a bad let go. <laughs> she coming <laughs> yeah,
3: up. Yeah you're, right. yeah, you're right about that, yeah, man. She doesn't need him, up. though. I mean, she's a Kennedy. She she has money. You know, it's not about that to her, probably. It's just... Yeah, it's, no, no, successful. no. If you
1: want to hurt somebody like that, you're going to take that bridge. Because it ain't like he's going to do another Terminator and come up. Right. <laughs> no time that, soon. You know. So... I mean yeah, it didn't all call
3: anything. You'll see a old people terminator, you know, like Terminator the old people home or something like that. Nah. It'll come out.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <nah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we, we got a great show playing this week, man. What's going on, Al? Let everybody know what we talking about today. And I know everybody gonna be joke come lately today.
2: What? It's all
1: right. It's all right. But uh today people we're talking about. Title of the Day Show, Who's Your Leader? And this show is aimed at who? Preachers, pastors, religious leaders at churches. This is what this show was designed for. We pretty much got this show uh from a conversation that we had with uh, you know, our other co host on the show, Nick Eden, um, you know, from another show that we were actually talking about this particular subject and we wanted to break it down and actually explore uh, some of the things that was brought up During this other particular show That we talked about this But every church that you would attend asked this same passage question I know the Baptist churches that I have visited My church, my home church um, ha- Has said it uh, Other Denomination churches that, that I've visited In the area whatever They've always used this One passage out of the Bible Would a man rob God You know, he who robbed me rob him through what his heart offer. But some church members overlook that some preachers are robbing them. They're either robbing them monetarily or they're robbing them by giving them, you know, false
2: prophets. Mm-hmm. Now also, there are
1: some, you know, some of those preachers out there, you know, they, they overwhelm you with their charisma and the way they preach the word out of the Bible. So that they somewhat hypnotize you in believing that, you know, they can't do no wrong. Now, the questions that we're going to actually explore today due to me just identifying that and and explaining that to you is do we as followers lose sight that our pastors or preachers are only human? How much faith can and should you put into a man as far as a religious leader or a pastor of a church? And what happens when a religious leader Make a mistake at church Or in the church setting Or outside the church And he is actually a leader of a church Also are there really uh, Are they really called by God Or are they positioning themselves For monetary gain Women Or notoriety And why do some women in the church Increase their support and following For the religious leaders When they know that they're wrong Why do they do that Why do they just go hard behind them And stick behind them When the evidence clearly states That they are guilty Why do they still support them To that high level We're going to get into that Let your voice be heard today We we definitely want to hear What you all have to say About today's topic Um, I know you all have a lot to say About this But uh, we definitely want to get into it And uh, Hey If you're on the chat board Make sure you put the comments there I want to give a shout out to everybody who's in the chat as far as uh Black Man Thirty Seven and Don Calypso. What's up, y'all? Everybody who's on the phone lines, we see y'all out there. Uh thanks for everybody listening. But uh we're gonna go ahead and get into our first break of the day so we can go ahead and get into the subject at hand. Man, we finna go way back. If you got any relatives that listen to that old school gospel music, we got some for you right here. We gonna go so far back right with this one right here, I'm telling you, it's about to go down. This song right here that I'm about to play is by the great Williams brothers. I ain't say the late great, but the great Williams brothers. This song is called Sweep Around Your Own Front Door. Before You Try to Sweep Around I dedicate this to Aaron, Prefold Dollar. All y'all. Check this out. You listen to the middleman talk show on Blog Talk
2: Radio. Here we go, y'all. You know, there are too many people trying to take care of other folks' business. And they can't even take care of their own. But what you need to do is take six months to mind your own business. And six months to leave other folks' business alone. All I'm trying to say is, sweep around your own front door. Before you try to sweep around mine. Sweep around your front door before you try to sleep around. Life. Now, this is what you do you smile at your neighbor's face and you talk about them behind their back. Y'all know you do that. But if you found out they were doing the same thing to you, you know you wouldn't like that. Well, tell me this. Who are we to judge what other people do? Take a look at yourself. You'll find some know y'all do that, you need to take a little time to stop, look in the mirror, and check yourself, and here's the reason why, Cause we all have sin and come short. I've got glory today, so we don't have time to spread.
1: I don't know who that was, man. That was the uh, Williams brothers. Williams brothers sweep around your own front door, man. I remember that video. They they all had bros in hand. Oh yeah, go around sweeping everything. Yeah, sweeping everything up, man. Uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Movement Show today. We have a great show planned for you all. The title of today's subject: Who's your leader? We're pretty much talking about today's preachers who are false prophets who are robbing their congregation, who are robbing God, you know, about what they're doing. Some of the things which we're going to talk about today, of course, we look at, you know, our preachers, you know, sometimes they have extraordinary charisma, and we look at them thinking that they cannot do no wrong. You know, we expect them to be model-type citizens, you know, because they are the ones who are actually, you know, uh, influencing us to do better, you know teaching us more about the Bible, you know, explaining a little more things, you know, about the Bible and putting it into context where we can understand it. But we do have some out there that are like that. Now, as now, do we as followers, do we lose sight that our pastors are only human? So that's the first question which we're going to get into today. Now, we have other questions that we're also going to uh, dwell in, such as how much faith can and should you put into a man who is a religious leader? And what happens when they, when they, meaning the religious leaders, make a mistake either within the church or outside the church? Are they really called by God? Or are they positioning themselves for monetary gain, for women, and for notoriety? And why do some women in the church increase their support and following of these religious leaders when they know that they have done wrong? Let your voice be heard today. We definitely want to hear what you all have to say about this particular topic. I well, we want to go ahead on and get into the first part of the discussion of the day. Do we, as followers, lose sight on our pastors? Because they're only, you know, do we, do we just lose sight on them, you know, as far as them being human? You know, thinking that they are perfect or they don't make any mistakes. Do we lose sight on that? I think we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. we do. Man, you know, I wish Nick was here because he did have a, a a different view or perspective on that, but me personally, and I know Jim would agree with me also, a lot of times, you know, people look at these guys as mythi- mythical people, just like, we, I hate to say it in this facet, but think about a cult. How many people yeah. you know followed all those cultic people and ended up killing themselves because of what a man said? Doesn't make sense to me, and I think As far as realizing that they're human, you know, we ain't perfect. You know they ain't perfect. They say it was only one man to walk this earth that was perfect, and I think we forget that sometimes. I really do.
3: I I think it's important to always be conscious of the fact that, you know, anyone in power is human and and that, you know, no one except God is, is, you know, unequal to us. We're we're all equal and, and all human on this earth. But I do think that when you take certain positions, you take on certain responsibilities and you have to be conscious of that. And also, um, as a, a church member, you have to be conscious of of your responsibility too. Uh, to that person to hold them accountable for the promise that they made you and your church, and also to remember that you know they are not well except for the in Catholicism like well they have um, they believe a little bit differently, but in my religion I believe that you know anybody can go to to God. Um, mm-hmm. Some religions believe that you have to have a a go in between. Um, and if you have a If you do believe that You know, you should really hold people In those positions, you know, even higher But I myself believe that You know, anyone could go to God If, if you want to So no one is above anybody Very true, very true
1: I agree, I agree
0: Man, if yeah. you know, if you're
1: out there And you don't agree with us, hey Because you can call in 718-508-9972 But, uh I mean, you you definitely got to hold these guys accountable. I mean, not just for the situations that just happened with all these pastors with Creflo and Uh, and and, uh, um, Eddie Long and all the other ones before him. You know, I mean, dude. At the end of the day, these dudes are still human. Because I mean, let's even take it to a whole nother lane. What if you got a pastor in your church and he ain't married? Follow me. He ain't married. Right. How do he supposed to hold himself up? If he, is he you right. know, is he holier than thou not today? Can he holler at the women in the church?
3: What well, are he you able know, to
1: do what
3: he ain't able to do. I say this, at, um at a local church here they um it's a very old church here. It's it's hundreds of years old and so I think uh maybe two or three years ago they they have um they got a new pastor and he's young. He's someone from out he's not from here, which is a first, you know, he's young And uh, I remember it being a big deal where someone saw him at a local bar. And I think this was, like, during a weekday, and he was having a beer with a colleague. And, like, people freaked out. And I was like, what about his job, you know, him being a messenger, you know, is he wrong? Is, is that bad? Because I personally think that it's okay if he went and had a beer in the open. I, I don't think that it made him less of a preacher because he, he had a beer. I don't, he guys, some the people, they ain't, they ain't hearing that, Gene. Right. They
1: some ain't hearing
3: that. Most definitely.
1: Most definitely. Yeah, you it was a big church. reaction
3: because I was like, why is he any different than me? You know, and it, because he's delivering a message, you know, uh, of hope and faith. You know, where, you know, if you are a Christian, the Bible teaches us that you are the church. You know, you as a person, you are the church. And, and you fellowship together with other people to have strength and, and um to have a community and people that believe as you believe. But you yourself is a church, not a person.
1: Well, what are your thoughts on it, Al? Because, I mean, you got a pastor that been at that church where you go to for a long Ooh. time. Now, see... Hey. What you, you know, growing up as a child, I always thought that, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, speak negative about my past. I mean, he's a great guy, intelligent. I looked up to him. But as I got older and started paying attention to what some people were saying about, you know, that my past wasn't always this innocent. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't understand that. I didn't believe it because to me it was like you know he was like the perfect gentleman always dressed nice spoke well very intelligent educated you know he worked hard um, I mean he greeted everybody in and out the door I mean he, he was he was very approachable you know mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you know I, I looked at him as far as the being now as far as the example that I was going to bring up since Dan was talking about this okay. was Magic Don Juan Oh, oh I he being a pimp and now he is a preacher. He back to oh no, he's still a pimp too. Yeah, he back to the
3: pimp. well, all
1: right. That that's 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 a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's like, I, I, come on now. It's just it's just, it's just it's just me. It's like certain things you just don't do. Me personally, I'm looking at too. okay. You say done one. Who in their right mind? knowing... one. I'm I'm not gonna sit up I don't I can't condemn anybody. I can't even begin to do that. But at the same
2: time
1: I, maybe I'm wrong for saying a person's background, you know, kinda of negate them from being what they are gonna be. But God All use right. everybody, even the rock if you need to. I understand. That's true.
3: That's
1: but at true. the same time, if your pastor's still up with a gold suit on with the gold things that you green and gold for the what is it? Green and gold green for the uh Green for the money and gold for the honey. Your right. pastor's still saying that you still going to be sitting up in that church. Packed. Packed now. I'm trying to understand that, but that ain't no difference from Creflo Dollar, in my opinion. <laughs> and if you're a member <laughs> of World Changes, I do apologize, but I'm going to call it how I see it.
3: But right. it's, it's a very day. Re- religion... Anytime you're dealing with God or religion, it's a a very dangerous thing. Take, for instance, in the 1970s, um, um, Jim Jones, where Jim Jones, where he had the the New World Church, I forget what it's called or anything, but where he had these people who were dedicated, who loved him, who thought that he was a man of God, who followed him all the way to another country. Right. And, and and ended up dead because, you know, he turned out to be a maniac. I think that you have to be very careful with religion because there is a thin line between insane and sanity and what's wrong and what's right. And I think you should always keep yourself in check and, and, your, and know that your personal relationship with God is, is very different from your worship relationship with God. That's true.
1: Now, even just from the standpoint of them being a human, though, Jim, you know, there's a human element to everybody. And my previous pastor that passed away, uh, Reverend Carlos Douglas, you know what I'm saying, may he rest in peace. But, uh, I like, I know of his history because he told us. He told us how he used to run the street. He told us how he used to get down out there. You know what I mean? And I respected him for that, you know, but... At the same time, I saw the things that he did while he was walking with God and walking in God. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't contradict anything that I was, you know, was told for his previous past. And I realized that he was human, and I've seen him do some things that I was like, okay. uh, You know, when I got older, I was like, okay, and it kind of shook me a little bit because, you know, I guess the longer you see a person walking in God, the more you hold them to that standard. I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I do realize because the that the Bible me, holds
3: people To that standard, Kevin The Bible holds people The Bible says that When you decide to lead people When you become a shepherd mm-hmm. That's a very important job and, and you should take that seriously I don't think that You know, I think that I don't think that they are higher up or closer to God, but I think you've taken on a a, a, a very dangerous responsibility where you said to God, I'm willing to lead people to you. And when you let the devil or you let evil or outside influences deter from the main goal of leading people to God and and I guess Christianity, if we're we're going to talk about Christianity, I think that it's very, very, very... You know, you should take that very seriously because I think you will be held to a, a different standard than me. I've never said to anybody, I know more or I can lead you or I I don't want the job of shepherd. But people that take that job, you know, they are going to be held accountable if you lead someone astray. Well, and I think scholar. you should. See, and I'm
1: not a scholar and I don't claim to be one. But at the same time, I understand they hold to a different standard, but as a man, as a human, you are opted to make mistakes. And just like in Christianity, you're supposed to believe that if you confess with your mouth and so forth, so forth, you know, you're going to be saved and you're going to be forgiven. So I
3: think think that's true, but but, but I think as a, a good shepherd, for a good shepherd, if you know that you can no longer lead your flock because you are lost yourself, a good shepherd would say I can no longer be the shepherd. I, I am I am a part of the flock now because I am as lost as y'all. And someone else who has a better sense of direction, mm-hmm. maybe they should be the shepherd. Well,
1: it's not the same as saying if a father's a head of a household and he make a mistake over his sorry about that, Um, But if he make a mistake over his household, should he tell his wife, hey, I made a mistake and I don't need
3: to be in my household no more? No, he needs to maybe, maybe you need to hold the reins and lead lead this ship for a little while, wife. Because we're a team okay. because right now I'm leading I'm leading us down a, a bad path. I, I don't know how to. And that's any good leader. Any good leader knows when to say, you know what, I don't know right now and that's that's part of being human. And a good leader, someone says, You know what, because how can you focus on me? when, or how can you focus on what I'm saying? Or how can you focus on where I'm trying to lead you when I have this big cloud over my head? It's distracting. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to other people. I can't lead right now. I'm going to have somebody else step in until I become better. I, I,
1: I can definitely agree with that, Jim, because, for one, doing something that is a greater mistake or Something that is, you know, uh, of a high level of, uh, I guess you would say that that will bring your status down, and then try to continue to lead, you know, to, to me that that's a problem. You know, I, I mean, it, it, it just—I still don't know if uh uh uh, uh what's the name Eddie. Uh, Eddie, Eddie yeah Eddie Long did it or not, but he paid the money, you know. To me, by him paying them off, seems like he did it to me. There, there's a wonderful oh, but, book. It, it, oh, go, go ahead.
3: ahead
0: sorry.
3: Oh, well, there's a wonderful book um, out. Um, it's a very old book. It's by C.S. Lewis. He's the same guy who wrote um, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, um, which is a religious book too. It's a children's story, but it is it, a religious book. But he wrote these series of books called the Scrutate Letters. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but these these letters are letters from the devil to one of his, I guess, angels or, or workers telling them how to infiltrate people to get them to to come to the devil's side. And in one of the letters they talk about churches and, and you know, this is the devil's favorite place. And if, you know, like for Bishop Eddie Long, I can't listen to Bishop Eddie Long because the devil is distracting me every time he's talking because I'm thinking the whole time, <laughs> I wonder if he's screwing the choir boy. You know, I don't hear anything he's saying. Uh, I mean, because, like, the only thing that I hear right, is right, or see and think in my mind right, is, you know, I bet he's screwing that choir right, boy. You know, right, like, and because and it's and distracting. And and right. his his... Mistake becomes a tool of the devil to distract right. from the right. the main message of God, and I think that if he was a man of God, he would recognize that and step down and let someone else lead. Now that, that's that's
1: that's what I was trying to get into. You know, as far as um, I mean, if if you have that that type of weight over your head, I mean, to me, it's like um, I mean, just like a you know a preacher, you know, not really. Region, he's trying to get your money. You know, you have like five to six different tithing and offering during one service. So
3: the you know, message of so God that. is camouflaged by your thoughts of this man is That's trying right. to rob me.
1: That's right. That's right. And see, we like a lot of people, you know, can't get over that. You know, say saying can't can't even get past that. You know, I, and and you, but but then but then you have some people that just like well you know, I need to do this, this is what my pastor is telling me, uh this is what the Bible is telling me to do. I need to continue to do this so I will be blessed. You know, so that's where it comes in that, you know, is he, you know, really doing this to be doing this as far as like following the word? Or is he just doing this for our own personal gain? You know, in which we we'll get into that later. But we also gotta keep this in mind. Like the question said, you know, you know, are we, you know, looking at them like you know, like they're not human. You know, these people are human. You know, we are greedy to an extent. You know, to you know, if we can get to the point to where, you know, you got five hundred members giving five hundred dollars every week, you know, that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Every week. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So you're gonna I mean, it's gonna get to the point to where, okay, well, I got this uh this well, well, I got two services. Maybe I need to have three services on Sunday so I can get some more money. Then I need to travel to another church so I can get some more money. You have preachers that do that. Now, are they doing it for the right cause? I hope so. Now, do we think some that are doing it for, you know what I'm saying, because they just want a little extra off the top? Maybe. But let, let, let's twist the first, though. Now. Just like the next part of the, the question that we're going to ask, how much faith, should we put in a man or, or, you know, how much faith can we put in a man or should we put in a man? Now, what if this guy is doing a lot of things for the community? You see mm-hmm. his works within his actions. Uh, yep. You see the great things that he's doing, regardless of how much money he's bringing in. It's proof in the pudding. He's doing what he needs to do. Now, how much faith should we put in that guy? Even though over here, we notice he got a little baggage. Well, now, even with I'm going to give you the answer to that question. Baggage. I'm going to give you the answer to that question. You should never put your faith in man. So it's all put your faith in God. That's we the emphasis. We put our faith in God, but that man is working through God. I mean, God is working but through should that man. So you
3: trust the person. But, I, I, I have an that's example. Right, I there go you go. To a, you go I go to a mega million, I mean, a, a, a mega you church. Said it right. I go to a mega church. Yeah, yeah a mega million. You're I, right. It is a mega million church where, you know, millions of dollars. There are people too, at my church that give tithes like. You know, $500,000 ties. You know, like, our church is a multi-million dollar church. However, do I trust my preacher? Yes. Because he's very visible, the the money end of our church is ran like a business. He does not touch the money. He has an outside company, an auditing company, accountants that come in and handle the the business part. It's not church members. It's a it's a business that handles the money. And every time you go, like on a Wednesday night, they give you a financial rundown what what's happening with the church's money. And I see the money in our community. I see the um. The programs, the the food kitchens I see like the helping of, of poor people There's a visibility If I didn't see that visibility I would have a problem
1: Yeah, I, I can understand that But like I was saying earlier You see all the works in this man And he may have some baggage on the side Just a little From my understanding Eddie done a lot for the community over there You know what I'm saying? Over yeah. in Lithonia. But at the same time, this brother got baggage. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing wrong. I'm going to tell you, trust and faith ain't too far off. Because, you know what I'm saying? You got to right. believe in somebody to have trust in them, right? And faith ain't okay. nothing but to have a belief in something, right or wrong. Okay? So if you can't trust this person, you ain't got no belief
3: in them. So you know what I'm saying? I am What's 100% it? sure I don't attend Eddie Long's church. But I am 100% sure that this instance with these boys is not the first thing, that this is not the first time that this has happened. Something else has happened before, and this is what blew up. Them weren't the first boys that he uh, probably had relationships with? It's probably a lot more. And, you know, no, no. And I say that... If you are a Christian out there and you are a believer as I am, I believe in the Holy Spirit and I believe the Holy right. Spirit tell you things. That's right. And when I seen that man on TV, I didn't trust him and I said I don't believe what he's saying because something told me that. So, okay. so I say as a Christian, you have to believe in the fundamentals of what Christianity teaches you and that is to listen to the Holy Spirit. And I wasn't, I'm was i sure enough, that wasn't the first time someone says, you know what? There's something not right about this man Well
1: let, let's go into the next part of the question Let's go into the next part of that question What happens when they A religious leader makes a mistake What happens What, what should we do Should we condemn them Because I mean the thing about a lot of times People just like basically man we condemn it Think about it When we man no, oh, he need to step down He ain't no he ain't hitting on nothing no more and, Like they can't make a I comeback mean, I think if a person makes a mistake as As they say a man falls down seven times
3: think about it if you make a mistake that is so distracting that causes so much det- uh, attention like i said before i think it, that that the devil can use it as a tool to distract from the common good goal of leading the people and, and leading your flock I think you should step down Because your mistake has now become a hindrance In your church That's right. How can you to listen church. to me right. And pay attention to me That's right. If the only thing that you are thinking about the whole time Is the sin or the mistake that I've made Go correct yourself Get yourself together And then come back Because I, I, I just think that it's a, it's a door for the devil to use right. Where y- You're 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 no longer effective, and recognize that as the person. But you you, you're so a lot of preachers are so caught up in the glory. I'm the preacher. I'm the preacher. No, recognize that you are a man. You're able to fall, and right now because of whatever you done, you can't lead your flock.
0: Mm -hmm,
1: That's right. And see, we I'm gonna give you like an example of a church uh, from you know our hometown. I'm not gonna identify the name of our hometown, but. Uh, there was there was this one particular, you know, pastor You know, he was uh, head of this nice church Who just just blossomed over the years uh, Attendance increased uh, Some of the things that they were having at the churches Were, like, very beneficial to the area But this man, you know, he, he was married He was a married man But the thing about this guy Even though he did all those things for the community Just like they did earlier You know, we have preachers that, that do a lot for the community but this man was committed adultery inside his own church. And he had, like, there were, like, women literally sitting, like, close by each other in the church that knew that he was having every last one of them. And his wife sat in the front row every Sunday. And she had to deal with that. So things of that nature, that is distracting. That is something where I feel like in my own personal, you know, a you don't need to be the head of my church. you doing this trying to tell us that we should be doing stuff. you trying to give us an example as far as how we need to improve ourselves. And you out there going against no word. You out there going and, against and you what can't, the Bible says. Even if he says. is
3: telling you something good, Al, even if he is telling you something from the Lord, how can you even pay attention right. to it or concentrate on it? Because the whole time right. you're thinking in your head, hey, oh, I bet you it. screwing her. or he doing this? Yeah. Or did you, no, no, you know, no hold on. That's thing. I,
1: look, either way it goes. Sometimes, you know what, sometimes y'all really, I don't know if y'all really paying attention to this. But sometimes, man, God works in mysterious ways. And I know there's some people out there that don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I respect what you believe. But, man, i bl- I do believe in God. But sometimes I've noticed that God works through people that you wouldn't even expect to hear certain things from. And you never know. That it, is it, true. It might not even be that person saying things. You know what I'm saying? That is true. So, a that lot of true, times, even, even if these guys are becoming, quote, unquote, a to the church, that don't mean
3: that they still can't provide the work that God needs them to provide. I do. Yeah, but, Kevin, but you have to Kevin, understand that Kevin, maybe your Kevin, role I, has changed.
1: That's right, Kevin. I, I do understand that, but we have to understand the word and the and the true meaning of being a hypocrite.
2: You can't oh. do that.
1: You cannot do that. I mean, you have young men at the church looking up to this guy. You know, young men who, who was calling this guy for advice who wanted right. to
3: beat this guy. Right. You can't do it. But you see, know, I wasn't so that, talking that, that, about Eddie.
1: I'm not talking about Eddie in particular. There are countless numbers no, of preachers no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about Eddie in particular in, in general. I'm yeah. talking about preachers in general that, that have done things like this, because you got Catholic preachers that were molesting, you know, little boys. You got uh, other preachers that were having missions when they were, you know, go to other churches and go out of town.
3: And it's, uh, people Monday, Monday. Oh, yeah. it's people that stop believing in God. Oh, It's people that stop believing in God, like, especially with, yeah. you know, when all that stuff happened with those Catholic preachers were molesting people. It's people that left God because they were so rocked by what these people have done. That's a very dangerous thing, and you, when you are, you know, religion is a very... Powerful thing, and and someone who handles or doesn't respect that power has no right to be in in that position. Right. But 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 just because you fail does not mean that your role hasn't changed. Look at Tammy Faye and Jim Baker. I All don't right. know if anybody remembers them. That was one. That was like the beginning of the mega church. They were one of the like they're like the granddaddy of the mega church. They had an amusement park. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I
1: remember that. They, they had an amusement park, Jesus
3: faith. Land. Right. I mean, like they had everything, and they failed. But in their later life, they, the their role and how God used them was, you know, on a different level. You know, it wasn't as a preacher. It, it was more one on one and reaching out to people and, and having their their fall as a testimony to their life and a testimony to other people and to other preachers and stuff. So I think that you have to recognize that God can use you in so many ways. And you don't have to be drunk with power to just want to be the preacher. If you fail for whatever reason, maybe God is telling you, well, this is not the path for you, that maybe you need to take another path and so I can use you down that road. But don't be selfish with my, you know, with my faith and, and and my learning, because you want this glorification of the role of preacher, that's not fair and that's not right.
1: Now, it still, y'all still ain't answering my question, though. I was asking y'all. I mean, you may have, but maybe I'm not getting the full, you know, full satisfaction of what I want to hear. But, hey, I was asking, what should we do and what happens when these people fall? I mean, should we give them a second chance? Should we let them come back? I think it depends on... About
3: I think it depends on the situation and the yep. gravity of what yep. they done. If you go out and you molest somebody, yeah, you need to step down. If if you if you maybe you know mishandled the books and and some of the money got confused and you know y'all straighten it out, maybe y'all church members can work it out. Maybe you can stay, but I think it depends on the situation, and I think some people know. You know as a person, and you know if you are a preacher and a, a member of of that church, if you when it's time for that person to go, yeah and I, I think feel, it's just different feel. every situation, everything right. I don't think it's like a standard thing when whatever if you whatever you done was so big enough that it's recognized by the whole church and it starts to be an ongoing situation, then it's time to evaluate whether you're you're effective in your role or not.
1: You know, hey, I, me personally, I, I still do believe that people make mistakes, and I understand, understand that they they, that they need to step down. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely can appreciate that comment, but I still say we're all human. We're going to make mistakes, and I think if a person is able to rekindle that, that passion and that that love that they have for what they did for God, you should give them another chance, and I I don't want to be the one to condemn anybody because I don't have a heaven or a hell. I think as humans, that's what we do first. We will condemn those that we feel ain't right in our eyes. That's how I feel
3: about it. But see, now church has become so much like a lot of churches, like entertainment. You know, like where people, you know, it, it's yeah, a thin yeah, mean, line I mean, between, between being entertained and being called. That's
1: not entertainment. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
3: Come on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it it shouldn't be entertaining. I mean, it shouldn't be no, it's entertaining. About,
1: it's about guiding people right down the right path of what they need to do for for their for their best benefit on this little time that we call
3: life. And and so when you when you become so distracting where no one even is listening to you, they have just came to see you and to it's over to, with. Yeah, it's over with to to yeah, bask in whatever it. I mean, you've become entertainment because if I go yep. to Bishop Eddie Long Church, I just want to see how he look up close because I want to see do he really look gay? Do oh, I? Do Lord. he look like he's looking at that's the person? Wrong. Yeah, oh, I just no. 100. I'm keeping out. it 100, Don't and everybody that's sitting in there thinking it too. You can sit there and pretend that's like y'all right. not, but y'all thinking it too. That's right. So, you think they you're gonna
1: go to World Changers to look at them and see if uh, Creflo really look <laughs> like a pimp?
3: Yeah, yeah. And they went <laughs> to see
1: his cars and all that, too. That's what y'all doing. That is so wrong. That yeah, is, that is wrong. what y'all probably doing. Is. They probably have to answer no concerns. we got a no caller that want to get into this conversation right here. Hold on. Caller 678-497. You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up?
2: Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Dane, man. How y'all living?
1: Hey, what's up? Hey, hey what's, what's up? up? What's going on with you, man? Trying to make it, uh, man. Trying to, trying to survive this thing, man. Call life, dog. Yes, sir, I, just, I been, that. You got a comment on combo, what we
2: talking about, your brother? I, go ahead.
1: I was saying, you got a comment? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, ch- church is, is one of the... Uh, church is a very good thing, man, but it's become so commercialized these days. Like, when you start seeing churches with billboards and things of that nature. Do you know how much it costs per month to have a billboard? Or right. A,
0: right,
1: right. advertising just like... They're advertising just like any other business to bring more people into the church more people into the church means more money more money means you can ultimately get to the preflow dollar level or the Eddie Longstroke as I like to call them, with his recent um
2: scandal <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. scandal
0: um no,
1: no grown man should send another grown man a picture of himself in a muscle shirt dog I'm sorry am I'm sorry.
0: we thank we'll you. be related
1: and all that like thank you don't do it. But, yeah, um, true. I was listening to some of the other comments earlier like as far as forgiveness um I believe as a I mean a, as a pastor you should be held to a higher standard if you're able to lead that flock even though the pastor is human and we all err um right but I mean he should be forgiven but he should ultimately step down because that shows you know him him making mistakes like that shows that he's just as human and is able to sin just as just like the rest of us I mean. Well, doesn't that mean, Dane, even... You just said, you just answered that to yourself. I mean, you really kind of answered that. He is human. When he got that position, he is human. And as you said, to human is to err, and to err is human. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, but so to even to if forgive is to be divine, but
2: exactly, you don't he should even be if he held he to, to a higher
1: standard because, I mean, I, I've seen some people listen to their pastor as if, I mean, they put them on some pedestal. Pastor said this. Right. Pastor said that. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I, I went to school with one of my uh, one of my uh, high school friends, man. He used to cut me in my buddy's hair. I asked mm-hmm. him to cut my hair one day. He told me he can't do it. All of a sudden, he got really religious. And oh, God. What I are you talking about? He said, well, why Sunday? can't you cut my hair? He said he was going to, going to wax his pastor's Jeep. And I'm like, What? Uh-huh. That's not a necessity. He said his pastor was going out of town and all this. And by all means, I mean, as Christians or as people of faith, whatever your faith may be, help each other, you know, by doing things for each other. But, dog, I'm not waxing your Jeep.
3: And I'm not no. about to
1: put no man above myself. We all bleed. We all sin. Yeah, you uh-huh. think that even that pastor, when he go to home to his wife, he's thinking dirty thoughts to get his it's self-right to be able to, you know, get it on with his wife. And yeah, like, I mean, you know but he's I mean. still supposed to think themselves thoughts because that is his wife. So therefore, he ain't wrong in that. No. Ain't no sin to think that when you're thinking about your wife.
3: He, he, yeah, he ain't wrong with your wife. That's not wrong. But I don't know. But but sex always has an element of lust in
1: it, and they but say you're lust supposed to the, lust after everything. your wife. Real talk. So it, it's it's a double-edged sword because yeah, I mean that's his wife. They legit in doing the act, but
3: there got to be some left and going on he that head to
2: get right. You know, I mean, he ain't him,
3: sorry. But you I know. think one thing that I think what he's trying to say is, like, if I was, uh, I'm not, I can't be a pilot because I don't know how to fly a plane. But if you got in my plane and I said that I was a pilot, you're trusting me that I really know how to fly and I know where I'm going. And if I, don't, if I no longer can't do that, then I don't need to be the pilot anymore.
1: Well, well as I will say again, you know when that guy got the job, y'all already know what you was getting when he came to the job.
3: It ain't nothing No, you expect that person to be a leader because when you hired that person, if I hired I you for a pilot, I, I already think that you could fly, that you know where you're going. I already think that. Now well, if I get it's a different a, story, a person, you got to go. Ever <laughs> sitting
1: in the
3: flop? Yeah, she right. told Here we we go. that Here we
1: go. Your, your your person is supposed to be able to guide you through the valley and away from the wolves and all that like that. But at the same time, he wasn't born like that. He had to learn how to do it. And at the same time, learning how to do it. You make mistakes just like going on your job. See, and I'm gonna tell you straight up, y'all were talking about he should have been on Hold on now, hold on now, hold on now, hold on now.
2: Hold on now.
1: Hold on now hold if on. you a thief, but when you got your job, when you, you was a thief before you got your job, you a thief. Why you got your job? You may choose not to steal. You know what I'm saying?
3: But if you if dressed up like, right like you wasn't a thief, and, pamphlet, you, and you told us that...
1: You know what I'm
3: saying? But if we believe that you weren't a thief, and we didn't know that, and now we find that out, it's time for you to go. Well, hey, it right. is what it, it, it is. It's, it's like not a political
1: it. decision. It, it's more of a business decision. To it, it just looks better if you step on down. Just like that. the, the most the recent weaner scandal right. thing. Right. whatever scandal he was he was got on got got into, they were saying that it just looks better in the public eye. You're you're a public figure. Um, you can't just do whatever you want and just get away with it. But at the same get, time, try that's to, right. Tell that's so right. you can't do this and you can't do that's that. Right. Dog, you just got convicted of it, and you're and telling me right. what I can't do. Dog, you need to step down. Because for <laughs> one, know. people 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 in those particular roles forget one thing. They are forget that they are what? Role model. Other people look at them, look up to them.
3: Right. And then like
1: like uh, you know, so you said earlier, you know, so that they, they take advantage of that, you know, those, those certain privileges that, that they think that they have, but those certain privileges that they think that, that they have gets them in trouble. But now they right. be free. stealing money out of the church, having sex with little boys, you know, committing adultery inside the church, you need to be removed. For the pulpit. If you don't want to be removed, you will be removed by force. i the pulpit. Mm-hmm. You need to get up out of there, man. Now, no I want all the listeners to understand this too. My argument today is for sake of argument. and Some of these things, I'm just, you know, for sake of conversation also, because I don't truly believe some of the things I'm coming at y'all with. But, but you know, there's always two sides to every story. Always. That's no, right. Well, really, three right. sides to every story. Yours, theirs, and the right. truth. So right. you know you always got to be you always got to be aware of that you know it ain't always just this way because this is the way you know just like with the Casey Anthony situation oh, we ain't gonna go there but <laughs> you know what I'm saying Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but but I, what we're gonna do right now, Dave, we're gonna put you on hold right quick and everybody that's joining in we are talking about who's your leader. Uh, we're about to take a quick break right here and uh, once we get finished from this break, I'll let them know what we got going on. Uh, after the break we're going to get into the uh, second part of the discussion you know, we're going to get into these particular questions as far as you know, are they really being called by God or are they positioning themselves for money women and notoriety and we also want to ask the last question of the day why do some women in the church increase their support and following for some religious leaders when they know they're wrong or they know they're doing wrong why do they continue to go hard behind them and push them and support them and, 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 you know, just keep trying to tell people that they ain't did nothing wrong because they, they have, they is guilty all over your face, blood on your hands, all that. So, going to get to this break, man, we'll get back into it uh soon as the middle of the show. Let's kick it, dude. Hey, Dane, uh, you can hold on. You ain't got to hang up. We just going to put you on hold, all right? I got you, dog. All right. All right, y'all. The second record that we're going to get on to this break right here, it is the B-I-B-L-E. If you're a Wu-Tang fan, you know this record right here. And also, uh, I forgot the other cat that did this record before, but it's called Bible. And it's by a man, Jizza from the Wu. Y'all check out what this brother's saying in this record, all right? It's the middleman Town Show, Blog Talk Radio. Y'all check this out. Basic and earth, and basic and earth. Life is a test, let me quest the universe. And who I'm the search, I cover the joy, and I heard the first of the last and the last of bird. The basic destruction before leaving earth. Life is a test, then you quest the universe. And you want to search a couple joy and her. The first of the last and the last of birth. The basic destruction before leaving on it's wisdom. I loved doing right, but I was trapped in hell Had mad ideas, sad eyes and tears Years and fears, but yo, my could couldn't bear I searched for the truth since my youth And with the church since birth But it wasn't worth the loot That I was paying, plus the praying I didn't like staying, cause of busy bodies And busy hotties That's preach preacher that's cooped up the lies That's pooped up looking at new butts and thighs Doing the service, swallowed up the poor. And after they heard this,
2: they wallowed on the floor Never untold, watch mysteries unfold, and drop the jewel like Solomon, but never follow men. Cause if you do, your brain is more hollow than space oblivia, all the abyss, with no trace of trivia, left with the hiss. Does it pay to be stepped dumb blind? From a slave, he was kept from the mind, and from the cage, he prepped from behind. And what he gave was a sect of the swine. When the bite. I don't mean to pull your hems or flip your wig But we used to wear a turban But now we in the Urban No more wearing beanies are dressed like a genie No hope is focus Cause I focus on the facts, I put it on the track and put it through the wax I for Jacob, it might take up some time. And too much knowledge, it might break up the rhyme. I did it anyway just to wake up the mind. Of those who kiss stones or praise on the carpet, those who sit home and sell books by the market need to chill and get their mind revived. For years, religion did nothing but divide. The basic instructions before leaving Earth. Life is a test, they request the universe. and do my research out the door. Before leaving Earth, life is a test and question.
1: His name is screaming hallelujah, when he hallelujah, that's how the devil fools you. See, look into my eyes, brother, that's the lies of a reverend. Why should you die to go to heaven? The earth is already in space, the Bible I embrace, a difficult task I had to take. I studied through my eyes was swollen, and only a road went. I found out that we were the children. I deal with the truth, and deal with
2: the youth, and keep my son as he lives on his stool. Life is a pool of sins, corruptible
1: foolish men, and women with wicked minds, who build wicked signs, who legalize abortion, the evil I assorting, I quit some with my wisdom, before I converted, I was perverted, and knowledge was deserted, the study of wisdom, I preferred it, the understanding, it gave me mental freedom, I even learned Caucasian, but really, the trauma eater, the white image of Christ, is really deep boy, yeah, Rome. and once the picture was shown, that's how the devil tricked my dome, I fought pri- i to save a man, but no one gave a damn, from my nation, to see the seed of Abraham, blessed with the tongue of Hebrew. now we throw our needles, and some are plunging evil to study and be wise, in these days of darkness, peace to my nephew Marcus, the face of
2: destruction, and world is the earth, life is a test.
1: All right, and that was Jen Safunowute, man, Bible, basic instruction before leaving Earth. And you're now tuning into the Middleman Talk Show. This is Al, Kevin, and Gene, and we're back live. We had a great discussion on our first half of the show. The title of the show, Who's Your Leader? We want to thank everybody for continuing to tune in with us every Sunday, every Thursday, for Middleman Talk Show. But things in which we discussed on the first half of the show, as far as do we as followers lose sight? That our pastors are only human. How much faith should you put into, or can't put into, a man who is a religious leader? And also, what happens when our religious leaders make a What should we do, or what should the church do? So we discussed that. Now we're going to get into the second part of the discussion. You can always go back and re listen to our shows at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the middleman. Just click on the show, you can re listen to the whole show again. They're archived download them and if you have iTunes on your phone you can definitely download them through iTunes as well too for free Um, but also we'll get into the second half of this particular discussion Uh, the question which we're going to pose first are they really called by God you know how you know as far as African American preachers you know we feel like well they they say that they're called by God or are they positioning themselves for monetary gain for women or for notoriety now The second half of the question is, is, you know, is a little, you know, a little touchy. We do have some out there who are, you know, not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, do I feel like, you know, some preachers are really called by God? Yes, because you have some really genuinely, truly good, you know, wholesome guys out there that are really into the Word, into the Bible you know, into God and and, and are really into actually presenting what God uh, wants to project through them to his congregation or her congregation. Now, we got a lot of those out of there. Now, we do have some people who we know and who we have seen over the past years who were false prophets, you know, positioning themselves, you know, to gain notoriety, you know, for money or, you know, women, personal gain, you know, things of... of, of uh, greediness. You know, we do have, and we've seen that. You know, we've seen that throughout history. We've seen it on the news. I mean, it, it's still people out there, out there today, their time hasn't come yet. But, are they really powered by God? Man, you know, the perfect person for that, and I hate to just put this brother out there like that, man. the Mace. Oh, my God. What man. the, what was that all about? <sighs> I'm going to give you my, you know, my own personal opinion about Mace because, you know, I was a Mace fan as a, you know, a high schooler.
0: Yeah, I'm not even going to lie around. about
1: it. I'm not even going to lie about it. Chill out, man. Let me let me, get, you know. let me get it out. Take that, take that. Get it out. All
3: right.
1: <laughs> now, oh, now, I was a Mace fan growing up. Now, when he went and said he was going to go to church and, you know, he was, was going to give his life to the Lord and change his life, I was I was supportive of that, 100%. But then when he came back to rap. I was like, "Come on, Maze, man! I mean, it's 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 straight, you know. Like the CD that he put out when he came back, it was okay. It wasn't, you know, anything that I felt that was inappropriate because, you know, Reverend Run was still rapping and still doing, you know, rap music. So yeah, it but was, it wasn't on the level of Maze okay. coming back, I'ma kill you and all this. You a mill? No, I got holes in the That was the second time. <laughs> I got that was, was, hold on, hold on, hold on. That 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 was, that was the second time he came back and did that. That's when he got with Fifty Cent, I started talking that crap. That's when I started losing my, you know, my, my support of Mason. If like those times that I went up to you know Atlanta to visit my, aunt, if I would have ran across Mason Besser, man, he would have been brawling in the street
2: because
1: <laughs> you know I would I was just, I was trying to let him know like Mason, what are you doing? You know, you can't do that. And they like, hey, then, I then, can't then, have that kind of face. man. we just said that. I, I understand that. I do. But for you to have a, a, a position of that magnitude, you know, be over a church, influencing the youth because that's who he influenced the most, who, who he attracted to his church was the youth. Right. You know, he got a lot of people, you know, a lot of youth going to church, into church, wanting to be involved with church more during the week.
2: He did that.
1: What
3: you he know what, man? that that this is not like... This isn't a job. This is people's soul. This is something that that's people right. take very seriously. This is not that's right. something that just, just like, you know, that you can replace. Or you, you can create situations like Jim Jones where he led all the people to Ghana and, and they killed themselves for him and died for nothing because they believed that this person was a messenger for from God. And and that's something that people should take very seriously.
1: Well, you know, me personally I got a couple of partners <clears throat> That uh, converted themselves over And they doing uh, You know they, they, They're they're they in the pulpit right now And you know I've seen their struggles And I think they're very genuine For what they say right. You know what I'm saying But there are people out there That will make you feel like You know They ain't gonna do right Because you got your Mason, you got all these other guys That right. looking at the Monetary gain And the women A lot of people don't realize The church is a Multi-million dollar business Multi-million dollar business and also, like, you got a lot of people that would be attracted for the wrong reasons. That's right. Now, that's between them and God. That ain't got nothing to do with yep. me. I ain't going to judge them. But like that's I said, like right. Dan would say, you right. got a lot of guys that could do a lot of great things if they were led to have that opportunity. You know what I'm saying?
3: <clears throat> if, yeah. if
1: they had the opportunity to get out there and speak to the youth and, and transform people's way of thinking. But mm-hmm. you got those that, man, they don't care. They don't care about nothing. They want to ride in that Bentley, Bentley like Creflo. And, and, you know, am I wrong for saying this brother shouldn't have all these things if you don't agree with me? Go ahead I, and I um,
3: think, call in. I think that a lot of people start out with, uh, it was Voltaire that says, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I, I think that people don't start out with, you know, the intention of, of being a bad preacher or, or taking advantage of people. Not not all of them, but I think the devil is very powerful and has been on this yes. earth for Millions of years, and a lot of people get sucked in and and they go astray and It's just to to be able to say, "You know what? I made a mistake, I went astray. I can no longer be the leader is is It's big of you look at look at Malcolm X when Malcolm X had so much faith in Elijah Muhammad that Finding out Elijah Muhammad was an adulterer and, and somebody who was laying up with these young women and That's getting right. all this stuff, it shook his, his face. It, it, That's it right. shook his faith so strongly that he left the Nation of Islam. I think the Nation of Islam was uh, uh, and still is a very powerful entity and a very positive uh, organization, however, I think that w- with power becomes responsibility, and a lot of people right. can't handle that responsibility. It's going to become women and money and all co- and it takes a very strong person to turn that stuff down and to turn the other cheek, and not everyone can do that
1: hey, would you right. have a caller that would like to get into this conversation uh I, I see they just dropped out but uh if you want to get back in call. Them. Just press that number one, um, and you can get back in. Uh, but man, it's it's kinda hard to say and I'm not one of the ones that can sit up here and say I can tell if a person is called by God because even if God called me a lot of time, you know, we so doggone caught up with our lives, we ain't listening. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what what is it really to be called by God to to do the work of God? And you know what I'm saying? All, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Is it is it so bad that we got so many people doing so much wrong that we really look blindly towards the ones that are doing the right as far as being called by God? Because you hear it all the time. Hey, God called me to come over here and do this. Or well, some people just act it out and they actions show more so than that. Then you got those that, man, they out there, you know, they with the fly suits on, the fly car, they slick. You know what I'm saying? I, I know some preachers that talk real fast, and y'all know what I mean. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. You know what I'm saying? So how Very. do we determine if these people are really called by God? Is it the actions, or is it you know what I'm saying? Is it a feeling like that we is, all get caught if up you in the are... It?
3: Your your own faith in God Will tell you I, I am a firm believer that God has not whispered in my ear About anybody else but me And if it's not for me If this church or this thing Is not for me God will reveal it to my own heart People have mm-hmm. faith in, in your own Personal relationship with the Lord And he will tell you where to go Yeah,
1: that's right That's right Now Now, you know one thing I wanna to add to that as well too, you know, everybody interprets the Bible different. You know, we go to church, you know, to rejoice and have therapy. You know, it's pretty much what church is. It's 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 like a therapy session, you know, to help you uh resolve some of your issues. Now, we do have people that are out there that are good advice givers, you know, through the you know, through the word of God. They give great advice, you know, they project it well, you know, their sermons are very great. But you can definitely weed some of those out. You know, because everybody has been in a particular church service where the pastor wasn't talking about nothing.
0: Where'd
3: yeah, you man. get that? Pooping and hollering about nothing. Or confused. Or, I've been in church before yeah. and no guy confused. Like, we, we, what are we talking about? You <laughs> don't jump from yeah. A to B to hey. Noah. I ain't even ain't, ain't
1: trying, ain't, ain't trying to put these people on blast, but a little church not too far from me that we visit, man. And you can tell the pastor, like, he forgot his little sermon. He got to go back and look at his book, trying to figure out what he's trying to say. And I ain't knocking him because everybody get up there and they ain't able right. to be a public speaker right. right off. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and the message may not have conveyed to us the way he wanted it to. But right you write, then, you got a lot of guys out there that, you know, I've seen people that. Just because their friends have truly been called and they're truly doing the work, they feel like, hey, God called me, too, so I want to get up in there and do that, too. It's monkey, see monkey
3: good. do sometimes. And, hey, and it's up to you. I, I have, we had someone at our church, it was during the Barack Obama um, campaign, and they started to pray about Sarah Palin, be, Sarah Palin being president, and I got up and walked out. I was, you know take responsibility, we as a people have to take responsibility of what goes into our own ears and yep. what we accept. And if you don't accept it and I don't think that you're doing or leading me right or telling me right, I'm not uh-huh. going to be a part of it. And I'm going to walk out.
1: If you would like to make a comment on anything that we talked about today, the number of the dial is uh, 718-508-9972. The phone lines are open. Uh, once again, to that caller, that they call a little bit early. I see you still on. Just uh. Press that number one, and I will get right back to you. But um, before we get too far off into that man, let's let's go into this last one
3: because we can we recap go.
1: a couple of things before we get out of here. Because uh, our great friend Eaton to give us a talk of the town today. So hey y'all, it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> but um, let's go ahead and get in that last question now. Now the last question. Why do some women, not all, key word, some, why do some women in the church increase their support and following for religious leaders when they know that they are in the wrong? Like you have those avid supporters, those ones that sit on the moaning bench, you know, mm-hmm. the right side of the choir, you know, mm-hmm. to the left of the floor pit, but wearing amen. all the big hats. Wow. <laughs> those. You know, why do they continue to... You know, I'm, it's okay to give people chance and chance and chance. It's, it's it's okay. But when you do things of a high level of consequence type magnitude, you know, such as, you know, stealing money out of church, committing adultery, raping little boys, um, you know... Sleeping with other people's wives. Uh, all You that. said that, yeah, mm-hmm. you said that, yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: all that, you know, or... Your church is falling through as far as like the roof and all that, and you driving the Bentley outside. Nah, no man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna tell you. Just, I'm taking this right here from Nick Eaton. Nick Eaton said a lot of these women are replacing that that man that they don't have in their life with that pastor. That's why they do it. Ah, here we go. That's it. They ain't got no man, so they looking at that pastor and they gonna defend their man. That's what that pastor is to them. That's they. You know, that ain't their husband, but that's their husband. You follow? Right. Or a
3: lot of people make them idols, like a superstar. You know how no, people no, no. love staff just a super no superstar.
1: Now.
3: I guarantee yeah. you,
1: that, that's the reason why a lot of them be fighting outside the church. You've seen many clips of women fighting. Now, do you say something wrong about that, preacher? You're going to catch a right cross. Don't be just talking like about what my name was saying earlier. Not my pastor, <laughs> not my pastor. <laughs> how many times have you heard that? And ain't got no one. And right. on top of that, you got a lot of pastors facilitating it. We're not downing pastors today because there are some great men out there doing great men and women that are doing great work for God, out for for the God out. Well, God. I'm saying, what the hell am I saying? But for God out there. But right. you got those that I mean no matter what you say, what that man do. What that man he got into no wrong. He, he no did no wrong under God's green earth. That's right. And what are you thinking if you believe it? What do y'all right. think about people that honestly think like that?
3: I think that they guess, they, yeah, they need to reevaluate their own faith because are you worshiping God or that person?
1: But we ain't talking about the, the God. They looking at that man like this man could be my husband. Just like we talked about the the pastor. That so, well, that has nothing wife. to
3: do with church. Them less than after that's worse. Right. They're pretty, pretty it, much, it they they
1: are. They they are they are hypnotized you know by this person Charisma, you know, this, nope. the way he you know he he, he predicts his terms, how he threads how he walks, how he carries himself. Hey, and you have some women that are what? Fatuated by power. They love looking one. at the power exactly. that he wields. They looking exactly. at how he can make things happen in a exactly. snap of a of a finger. Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Women love power. Am I wrong, Jen?
3: No, you're very right.
1: And they look at that man up that in that pulpit as what the ultimate power in their capability of life where they at right now. Mm-hmm.
0: You wow. know what I'm saying?
1: So <laughs> when we got women like that, what do they what do they really fall in the line of helping the church out?
3: They lost. And their problem is a lot bigger than the preacher. Now, you have some preachers that take advantage of women like that and take advantage of that. You know, these women are looking at them in a rock star kind of status. But a good preacher will keep on preaching and know that he's the messenger and he's not responsible for somebody's infatuation. Um, And then if it gets too bad, he will address it. But I, I think that those people need to evaluate themselves because so their problem is a whole lot bigger than the preacher. Their problem is, you know, you're lost.
1: Yeah. And that goes back to the question who is your leader?
3: And I ain't asking who is your
1: leader, but who's your leader, really? Who are you really following? That man or God? Who are you following? That man or God? We all, as Dane said, we all err, err to be human. Yep. So definitely I think everybody At one point in their life No matter how young Or how old you are You really need to evaluate Which I try my best to do When I do go to church Evaluate what I'm listening to Like you said Jen You got to be careful Of what goes into your ear you can't That's
3: your i Our preacher talks about All the time Like your eyes And your ears They are portholes To your soul So you know It's very important To, to be careful About what you look at What you see And, and what you That's let right. Come into your system. No
1: disrespect to your pastor Jim, but he making sure y'all know what going into y'all. So he got a 50 inch TV, Jim. He got a T-A-T- Yeah, because the church I is so big, church, it's three thousand people that you can't I'm, I'm see. It's saying. three thousand <laughs> people in the
3: service you can't see. You
1: have
3: to. Yeah, be well, I'm able just to saying see. though. inch yeah. TV. I going to your with
1: church, is like double double trun- going, trun- to, going, going okay. to going to going to Gen Church. is like going to like a usher
2: concert, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. You know what? I, in fact, anybody, anybody, I will say this. Because, you know, I am a very, I will admit that I scrutinize a lot of things. But anybody that, if you are in the, if you are in Georgia and you are in the North Georgia area, on a Sunday, please contact Jennifer. And you are welcome to come to Free Chapel with Pastor Vince Hold on, let me try to plug on, free on,
1: chapel hold on, hold on, hold on, with Pastor Jason Franklin with me, who on, I on, think hold on, hold on, hold on. is a very wonderful preacher. Free chapel. Free uh-huh. chapel. How many? Uh, how many uh, ties and offerings y'all have? This is free one, chapel. One. One. Just one. Oh, man, they got five hundred thousand members, dude. They only got to do one doggone time. <laughs> Did you hear her earlier <laughs> when she said they give five hundred thousand dollar tithes? What church you know,
2: brothers and
3: family? It's no a baby, rich people. Of we dollars. can't help if
1: it's a millionaires that
2: go to
3: our
1: church. It's sure. a
3: millionaires
1: that go to our church. We can't help that. I'm just saying, though, yeah. man, they're balling like so I'm that. I'm saying they got to pay for thing. these summer trips, dog. They just go. I'm at to I'm at I'm at to my truck across the street, man, because I can't compete with these businesses and dentists.
3: The, you don't have. The, you, know the, to, you know what? There's the, a the there's, the a, charter there's oh. a charter bus. There's oh. a charter bus that will take you to the oh. front oh. door, so you don't have to oh. worry about that at oh. all. Oh. Wow,
2: wow.
3: a churches. Oh my god.
1: Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, hey, is your pastor cool with cash flow
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you who is cool. Who my pastor is cool? TD I love TD Jakes. Our pastor oh, is cool God. with TDJ's. Um And I don't care if anybody says something about him. I watch him um, on TV all the time. I love Joel Osteen. Don't so oh, anybody got a problem me. with Joel Osteen? Joel Osteen is true. I do
2: not. No, Joel
3: Osteen is one of those is
0: true. Y'all no, listen. Joel
1: Osteen is one of them pastors who, those who those do not... Pre- Joel Osteen only pe- preaches a prosperity preaching. No, everything is good.
3: Everything is wonderful. Just smile and like Sometimes is I good. need to hear that. See, when I need Man, my spirit lifted, I listen to Joel. Because sometimes I just need to know everything going to be all right.
1: Yeah, he smiles. Showing so, you know, up like that cat on uh, on Alice in Wonderland and let you know it's going to be all right.
3: Come on, y'all. Get off of Joel.
1: Here we go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, let everybody know what we talked about thus far, do Well, today, people, the title of today's show: Who is your leader? And today we were discussing preachers. Are they robbers or false prophets? You know, they You know, sometimes people. You know, we get so overwhelmed with their charisma and the way a preacher preaches the word of the Bible that some of some of the attendees and the members become hypnotized. Into believing that their preacher can do no wrong. Now, every church has to use this phrase, you know, during times and offerings. Would a man rob God? That's the same thing. Doing false prophecy, you're robbing, you know, your, your, your members of their knowledge of the faith. You know, if you're uh, laundering money, I was trying to figure out another way to say, it, you know, where it went. So it, man, California. You know, yeah. I, you know, I was trying to, you know, be appropriate, but no. you're robbing them. You're robbing your church. You're robbing God. You know, the temple. So some of the things in which we discuss today, do we as followers lose sight that our pastors are only human? That they do make mistakes. That they can make mistakes and will make mistakes. We also discuss how much faith can you put or should you put in a religious list. And also we we discuss, you know, what happens when they make a mistake? You know, should we, you know, rule them out? Should we tell them to step down or should we just continue to give them chances or look at them as if that, you know, that they're human and they make mistakes and we're just going to continue to keep pushing? Also we discuss uh, are they really called by God, you know, or are they positioning themselves for monetary gain, women, and notoriety? And also the last thing in in which we discussed uh, briefly today was about why do some women in the church increase their support and following for their religious leaders when they know that they are in the wrong? Every church has experienced that. No church cannot say that they have not experienced that. So if you want to go back and re-listen to the full show to actually hear what we we discussed about the whole show, just go to www com forward slash The Middleman if you're on Facebook add add the Middleman Talk Show hit the like button type in The Middleman Talk Show and hit the like button on our page add me and Jen and Kevin and Nick you know as friends you know hopefully you know your profile picture won't look so scary that we won't you know accept your friend request but uh, you know add us we good people, man. You know that we 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 friendly people. You know what I'm saying we want y'all to follow our show and continue to listen to what we got going on and what we got to say. Make sure y'all tune in this Thursday for Talk of the Town at 8 p.m. Eastern time. we start at 8 o'clock, not 8:05, not 8:10, we start on white people time, not color people time. But hey, let everybody know the difference between East and Central. Oh my God. Eastern Central, man, you know, you got the timeline grids across the whole globe, you know what I'm saying? Eastern Time, if you live in the Atlanta, Georgia area on up to New York, you're in the Eastern Time Zone, okay? If you live in Alabama to Texas, all the way up, you know, up to Illinois and you know, Minnesota, all states right there, you're in the Central, yes, which is an hour ahead or hour behind. So make sure you pay attention. If you read the Facebook, you know memos that we sent we do put we do put five PM central, six PM Eastern, or seven PM central, eight PM Eastern. Please pay attention to that people. You know, we know we have a lot of people that call in, you know, late. Right. You know, they call in yeah, it's, it's it's cool though. It's hey, straight. but you know what, man? Before we get too far off, man, let's let's give Nick Eaton a shout out, man, for being. I don't know if he wanted to tell everybody this, but oh, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. We're gonna let Nick do it. But show. just know that there is a big news.
3: announcement coming.
1: Yeah, big exciting news, and also, I mean, I want to give a shout out uh, to uh, one of my classmates, Chris Jones, man, and with the uh, Never Give Up Foundation over in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, he got in contact with me today, man. We got some big things possibly going on with those guys. And that's the Never Give Up Foundation, NGU. Uh, he partnered right. up with the uh, 100 black men of Kansas City. So uh, we got some things we're going to be putting up pretty soon with these people. And, uh, hey, look out, man. We're to growing over here. we always letting y'all know that. We appreciate everybody for taking the time to tune in with us every Sunday. We appreciate that. That's right. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't That's get right. a chance to get down on Nick today because, uh... What y'all think Nick doing, man? Y'all think he's somewhere in the bubble bath singing some Barry White? Hey, chill I out, mean, man. it could be a possibility. <laughs> it
3: could be a possibility. Go oh, man. Take
1: see over what it, See what it up in the water uh, up there soaking. Do oh, doobie doo
3: Okay.
1: doobie doo The hell is that all about? Taking off some wine, man. Hey, but this Thursday, we got another show coming up the, uh... Talking of the time With Nick Now uh, We haven't had the uh, Opportunity to put up The show yet But y'all make sure Y'all tune in For that show right there Shout out to our man Felt 5 Did I say that right? Felt 5 That's right man. That's Felt right Shout out to Felt 5 You know what I'm saying And all our people Out there that support us uh, Shout out to uh, Everybody in Memphis Shout out to everybody Over in Kansas And all these other Area codes I don't know Shout out to Shout out to Dane For tuning in oh, no,
3: Dane. We, we miss you Dame. Yes sir Great, great to
1: hear from Dane today, and uh, one up, one down, y'all uh, Y'all ready for next Sunday? We're going to have a, another high-impact show. Hopefully, we'll get it up a little bit sooner, so you guys can what you a cooking, friend. Man. tell a friend. Eat what you're cooking, man. I'm hungry. Uh,
2: some fried chicken,
1: some greens, some macaroni and cheese. Uh, I need to be coming through there. It's I need to be coming funny. through there. I need to come through. Can't help you. I need a plate I, I hope you I got some Kool-Aid But I, need, I know y'all don't No It's right No, no You can't No sugar We got Kool-Aid But no sugar Mm-mm. Bad combination Yeah <laughs> Yeah There right, you go
3: Thanks. Well have a blessed week Everyone Just listening out there
2: Middle men shout it, beat crit, shout it. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to.
1: Well pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, don't so take a listen, time out. Take a minute, shout it and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world You destined to earn some Linda feel. Yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this nigga, I didn't master plan and put this thing in gear. Yeah. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't guess you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well then you fortunate. Take a stand, stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hatin' on the neck. Man, cause He was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m. Lawtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle man. Hey, what's happening? Lawtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, you know what, though? What up? Nick, Nick wants to not be on the show today, and he's probably listening on somebody else's phone. If he's doing that, Know a nigga, I dedicate this to you because this is what won't happen to you.
2: Put the motherfucker <laughs> in the face! That's what's gonna happen to you. letting <laughs> you know right now. It's not a threat, it's a promise because we're gone. Put the motherfucker <laughs> in the And that's gonna happen <laughs> very wow. fast. Just
1: letting you know. Oh, oh, wow. Because over here, over here, Shawty, as they say, these youngers, over here is.
2: The Winning.
1: Always on the Middleman (laughs) Talk Show, Blog Talk Radio.
2: Hey,
1: y'all got anything y'all want
3: to say? No, it's time for. No, Al brought up wine, so it's, you know, wine time, so I'll see y'all next week. We out, man. Yeah.
2: The Winning.